at the movies. Here are three movies you may want to watch. The following first one is Nightmare Alley, a 15, 140 minutes long. This is by Geronimo de Toro. It's an adaptation of Leslie Grisham's 1947 novel of the same name. It boosts an eerie balance of the Mexican film maker's gothic sensibilities and classic film noir. Set in the 1940s New York, strengthened Carlyle, an endeavouring loner, tight with a dark secret to increasingly repugnant effect, follows his journey from impoverished Carney and to gentleman former of the learning of few tricks to the magic trade from clairvoyant Zena, her husband Pete. The things start to go awry when Stan misuses his psychic show to con the wealthy elite. This is a visual delivery there is a visual delivery of horror so bloody and beautiful it's hard not to be memorized memorized for the brutality of his new nightmare. <laughs> This has got a four-star rating. The next film. Well, I wouldn't say film. I see more documentary than film. Brian Wilson, The Long Promised Road, a 12A, 93 minutes. When it comes to films about the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson is one of those you like. It's more interesting. Band's leading light has been the subject of participating in many documentaries of years, but no reason to serve swerve this latest outing. Directed by Brett Wilson, apparently no relation, the film joins a musical legend on an intimate journey for the career as he shoots the breeze of longtime pal, Rolling Stone editor Jason Fine in a casual carpool karaoke format. A pair who met in the mid 1990s drive around. Wilson's old haunts in Los Angeles, talking and listening to music. Wilson offers up brief insights into the state of mind of ice cream Sundays at Blaine Bravely Grand Deli. Such moments glitter between archive TV footage, family photos, and past life shows. Tales of Brill Wilson's mental health struggles, the abusive father, his quack doctor. Eileen and Jean Landy are retold but feel new again. It contains celebrity interviews as well. I give this one three stars. And the final film on this room is Belfast. A film based in the Northern Ireland during the Troubles of 1969. It's an semi-autobiographical movie by director Kenneth Brandon. It's seen for the eyes of a sweet and bodacious nine-year-old buddy who lives in a mixed neighbourhood in Belsoft. The Protestants and Catholics coexist peacefully. Buddy is meant to be Brannigan, 
who grew up in his capital city. He loves movies. He loves movies. His family has has a crush on a local blonde girl at school. Through Buddy, Brian only strips away the politics and gives the audience a different view of the living through the turbulent times of troubles. A buddy puts it: there are the Catholics who have confession and the Protestants who have fire and brimstone preachers. But he also has the best-looking parents in town. Perhaps the whole country, the former Jamie Doran and Cassius Berthy, while these are loving grandparents, Jodie Gench and Corinne Hands, live on the same street. His dad is a pacifist who works away in England. His views don't sit well with the locals. He turns the neighbourhood. While many of their close friends leave to save themselves from violence, but these folks feel the duty to stay with their grandparents, who are not in great health, are a huge part of the, their life, kids' life. The trouble is are present, but not the main focus of the film. It's a touching come of age to tell about a critic boy who's trying to navigate school crushes, homework, and pinching chocolate by his stable, comforting home, shattered around him. Shot in black and white, it gives a feeling of nostalgia, as look, though looking into a memory. This has got four stars. This is the end of In the Movie at the Movie.